Scene one, Apple, take one. Alright, so like, all my life I've been a partier. All the movies we watch are a bit That's rough, the whole point. Been really I like- You kind of come off in a weird way. Do you point and wink or just wink? Yeah! yeah. I <laughs> finger gun to all, all strangers. <laughs> that guy was so much bigger than me, it was- Pew pew! Idiots. Hey, this guy <laughs> wants to fight you. Okay. Welcome to the Don't Eat the Crab Dip podcast. Amazing. Don't eat the crab dip. Yay, yay. I am in. All right. So, happy Saturday, guys. <laughs> Another Saturday down, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, today we're like, we're going down. Oh, well, first of all, I'm Casey and Gage is not here. Uh, once again. That's what I want to like get out there. His employer is We haven't seen him at all. Um, well, to be fair, we only really hang out on Saturdays in general. Yeah. I mean, so. Casey and I hung out. We hang out. You you, you come down for the podcast. We hung out today, though. We actually yeah, that's what hang I mean. out. Yeah. On Saturday, though. Yeah, Do you basically. hang out on any other day of the week? I mean, he works all the time, and I yeah. don't do anything. That's my point. <laughs> like, we are the exact opposite of when it comes to work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's and job not, having. Job having. We'll give that. We'll go, we'll go job having. Yeah, but no, Gage is not here, so he's not going to be able to weigh in on anything. Um, did, he, did he watch the movie, though? Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah. All right. So... Whatever, maybe he'll tweet some stuff. He probably won't. <laughs> but anyways, what we want to talk about, like right off the bat, is um, I just I'm I had like kind of a sad feeling today while I was hanging out with a Kim. realization. Yeah, like it, it kind of slapped me in the face a bit, and you didn't really agree with me. No, I don't. I don't agree with you at all. No, no. I just I just felt that uh, comedians are kind of on a downward like direction where they're not there's we're not we're just not going to see as many straight up stand-up comedians you think they're a dying breed yeah basically now do you think the 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 job itself is dying or do you think the uh the people taking the occupation is dying people taking the uh occupation and people and and consumers for it why you think there's not gonna be as much of a need yeah i feel like it's already becoming like straight up stand-up comedians one man or woman and a mic telling jokes, um, stories that are hilarious and all that jazz. I think it's just really been taking a backseat to skits, like, you know, and movies. I think a lot of and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of funny dudes are just going the role of being an actor and having a lot of success. And then why would you go and be a comedian? I guess. But I think a lot of comedians, that's eventually where you go to. You kind of start as a comedian and then work into like comedy movies or bigger stuff because that's yeah. where more of the money is. I think yeah. it's more but. an artistic thing. Like you need to always be creating. And yeah. I think when comedians get to a certain point, they can uh, then branch out to other artistic, um, I don't know means i guess yeah and what i'm trying to say is that i think that with um just in general there's going to be a lot less of i started out as a comedian they're just going to go straight to a bunch of mediums that they can go to and you think there's going to be a bunch of like comedian like ryan reynolds is just going to take up stand-up com comedy just for what? like are you saying that i don't really understand what you're trying to say because someone who um someone who comes up as like so we're not going to see a lot of uh Louis CK is coming up. We're not going to see a lot of those guys because they're going to go straight to. They're either going to be working on just producing. So content. they're not going to go through the prog the process of standing up in front of a brick wall with a <laughs> mic and telling jokes to a crowd. Yeah, yeah. They're just going to go straight into acting. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I don't think that's true at all. No, you, you disagree. Because yeah. like I feel like people just want to tell jokes, and the funny people will end up finding like, well, comedy is a thing. I can go do stand up comedy. Like we know a couple. Stand up, yeah, stand up yeah, comics. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yes, and we ourselves think we're we're funny, 
Wow, I'm freaking hilarious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, what I'm saying is like, even the the guys that we know today, they still had ambitions to move towards something greater. It wasn't always just stand up comedy. Yeah, I I, I understand. I I just think that, you know, the more like I think about it, the more that we're moving forward. Um, entertainment is just moving more towards. I just don't think that you like a they're gonna have format? the state. Yeah, like I just, I mean, I, the whole storytelling you know, jokes thing. Like, I still love it to death, but I just think, I don't know why I really, I just, it just had this gut feeling in me that I just think, yeah, that in the next like hundred years, we're just going to see a lot of, a lot less stand-up comedians. Because I want to ask you now, there's a lot of people on a lot of entertainers on YouTube who just stand in front of a camera alone in their apartment or in their room and just talk and try to have commentary on things that are bothering them or they yeah. think of. Yeah, I think there are a lot of there are a lot of YouTubers that are like that. Yeah. Now that makes me ask the question: Are those comedians? No, they're not. That's what I'm saying. So you need an audience for co- to be a stand-up. You comic. need you need. Okay, so t- for comedians, they have like I just think there's a difference between a YouTuber who comments on life and stuff than a comedian who's hanging at said bar selling it like a venue. He needs that and all that. Whereas. If you go the YouTube route, I don't really think you're a comedian as much as you are a YouTuber. You know what I'm saying? Okay, like you're saying it's a different thing. What? You're an entertainer more than like you're not a comedian. You know what I'm saying? But you could be though, because there are YouTubers who are comedians who go and sell out venues, and I think that's that that's something that is going to be the hope. Doesn't of, it more depend com- on like comedian. what you're producing as content? If you're just making jokes on YouTube as. Well, like you could do your so whole act on. That's more or less what uh, like specials are. Yeah. Just. Yeah, but I, I like what I'm saying is like that I've never seen um what's the guy with the glass Mitch Hedberg. I've never seen him live, obviously because he ended up dying. Yeah. But I've never seen him live. So me seeing him on Just for Laughs. Yeah. Uh, on reruns, that's still stand up oh, comedy. Does he have, yeah, like the 100%. long hair and kind of yeah, he does the like, one liners. Yeah. So funny. So he's great. I just I, I feel like the 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 people are that are how do I say this. The consumers of stand-up comedians, I don't think that there's as many of them as there was 20 years ago. I think we're moving way more to, because of the internet, basically. The digital age. Right? We're all looking, like, we're looking other places for our, for our laughs. We're looking at, like, skits and, you know, like, funny TV shows, whereas stand-up comedians, they're, they're like, okay, you guys like TV shows? Let me get on a TV show. You guys like movies? Let me get on a movie. That's where it's, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I think people's interest in stand-up comics just aren't, it's just not as prevalent. And I, I agreed with you in the sense that um, if you use Saturday Night Live as the be-all, end-all of where a comedian or an entertainer wants to be in terms of being in front of a crowd, having it be that big moment once a week, and they can either get the laugh or they can flop and it's the ultimate judge of mm-hmm. their comedic value. I think you look at that, what, what it was in the 70s and 80s and even in the 90s, it was comedians who were coming onto the show and then doing these skits. And now you're getting more actors who are coming on and doing yeah. impersonations or they're doing just funny skits. See, like that, Andy Samberg, I don't think has ever done stand-up comedy. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think, I don't think so. he was ever prevalent if he did. No. One thing yeah. I've heard a lot of uh, comedians find it hard to write sketches and like sketch comedy people find it harder to do stand-up because they're different type they're very different types of jokes that you have to write yeah which i think is a weird thing well i think louis ck was no louis ck was on conan i think is what it was but they yeah. still do ske- sketches on conan yeah but uh even louis ck while he is a stand-up comedian he still 
uh, like Horace and Pete uh, just came out, a fantastic show. It's considered one of the greatest shows to come out in the last year. And, and his show, Louie, has won all of the, uh, not Oscars. Uh, Emmys. Emmys. Has won all the Emmys for like uh, comedy shows. Yeah. So, I mean, there's more than just being a stand-up comic when it comes to being a stand-up comic. You know, and you're not just up there in front of yeah, people. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. I, I think that stand-up comedy in its purest form is going to be taking a backseat. Standing in front of a brick wall and right? asking people and what's just, the deal with airline food. Right, exactly. Right <laughs> up. That That's that's the kind of stuff that I just don't think is Are you hanging on to around. something that's more nostalgic then? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying, right? Like I, I just feel like those days are kind of behind us. We're moving forward, and I think that's like, it's like bittersweet because that's why I hit you so hard is because right? you're realizing that times are changing. Yeah, right. And it's like it's Bob something, Dylan. These the times are changing. Yeah, <laughs> and it's something that's going to be cool because we're going to be seeing like I think a lot of creative minds, you know, putting together great stuff. I kind of like SNL's not as good as it used to be anymore. It depends on the cast. It goes in waves. It really does go in waves. Right. And I think it's. I think it always has, though. SNL is almost like a sports team in that that what they do is they they take in talent and they bring in so many each year, each season. There'll even be people on for just one skit and one episode. And they'll bring in all this talent and then they weed out the weak ones and bring in the strong ones and they build almost a franchise out of it. 100%. Go for a run Mm -hmm. and those people go elsewhere. Yeah, like the Amy Poehler, Bill Hader era. Yeah, that Tina Fey, Andy Samberg, Will like, Forte. Yeah, it was that's just the most stacked. And they still lineup. have the old guys from the the previous run. Yeah, Keenan like Thompson, Keenan Thompson, Bobby Moynihan, Fred Armisen. Third lifers. No, he's yeah. gone. Fred Armisen left. Yeah, he left a while ago. So did. Uh, I guess he's doing Portlandia, right? Uh, what's the uh, white guy with the glasses? He plays Cyril and Archer. Um, it's, yeah. It's oh like, yeah, he left a while ago though. Yeah, but yeah. I think they kind of left in similar times. That whole wave kind of left, and like yeah. they teared off and broke but, off. What yeah. I'm saying is that uh, I, I attribute that to like watching the '96 Bulls. Yeah, like re- like, and which I didn't watch as a kid, but going back and watching that and just being like, "Whoa, that's great!" Right? Well, it's like, like that when you watch like Adam Sandler and Chris Rock and uh, Rob Schneider, all of them together. It's still the same thing, right? Yeah. David Spade, Chris Farley, and then you go back even further with like Bill Murray and uh, Chevy Chase. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. That was just something that I was thinking about. I just really think, bothered you. Yeah, it really bothered me. I mean, I still like. I'm still trying to figure out like how is how is being in front of a a camera alone in your apartment any different than a stand up special that you see yeah, on Just for Laughs? Is it the laugh track essentially? <laughs> it's a solid point to to bring up. It really is. Um, I don't know. I just for some reason I was like, hey, I don't even watch Just for Laughs anymore because I have all this other energy. Because you're not home on a Wednesday at twelve o'clock. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? I think it's kind of the different I vibe, watch... like music-wise. It's different watching one uh, live, like a live performance, versus someone playing their guitar on YouTube or your CD or whatever. They're all different mediums, and you get something different from watching or listening to each of them. I think. Okay, uh, but so, I think the message when so. it comes to a YouTuber standing in front of a camera telling yeah. jokes is the exact same. That's what I mean. They're all the same, um, like song that you can even now. If, to, I, if I go but to there's YouTube, a different feeling when you're watching them. Like I don't, I, I don't watch just for laughs any, anymore. But I do watch uh, Laugh Factory yeah, on YouTube, okay. which is basically yeah. just another venue that's in Los Angeles, and it's one of the most famous ones. But it's still the same idea, except there's yeah. an audience. And I'll, I only watch specials now. You know, yeah. Like I'll go check out um, Netflix. I'm sorry, yeah. Madison Square. Yeah, like when Netflix comes out with a sick comedian, like, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, and I think that's also like Netflix is gonna be huge for comedians. Oh yeah, because that's a huge. I medium. can't wait for the other streaming sites to get big into the like stand up comic game. 
Crave yeah. is starting to do that. Yeah. Show Me is still kind of behind, I think. And there's so, still like Hulu and Amazon. I don't. Yeah. I have no idea. Those, Those are, are like American. the American ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Americans so, won't know what Crave or Show Me are no, at all. This <laughs> is <laughs> so like straight up. Like anyone I, out of Canada. I really hope it doesn't fall back. I just for some reason, for some reason, it's because I stopped watching stand up uh, comedy yeah. and. When I talk to people, not a lot of them do either. Yeah. Everyone goes, yeah, I love stand-up comedy, but not a lot of them watch it. You know, it's still like that. Like yeah, and like we can't take form. our own personal experiences and right? uh, attribute it to a mass yeah, no. of people because, I mean, that's the same thing as saying like, well, comedy's dying because yeah. my friend Joe doesn't listen to it. Right, yeah, no. But like in my, in, from the numerous amount of people that I've talked to and it's not like I have written all this down on paper and it's not like anything you know no, it's not like you're taking data down no no right writing statistics. but just the general theme is that no I don't watch that anymore you know yeah. because you got like okay Andy Samberg is freaking hilarious on Brooklyn Nine-Nine new season check it out it's dope I'm just watching it now which yeah, I'm pretty sure three. I have right? yet to watch it but I will it's, it's pretty good it's pretty funny uh, but you know like that's that's where I'm going for my laughs I'm going to shows because they're just I don't easier know. to consume. You you build yeah. a report with the characters right? and twenty minute bits. You know, it's just it's just nice. You know, and I always feel bad when I'm watching a. a you know, it's another show another medium for uh for comedy is actually podcasts. People go and uh, listen. Yep, to that's true. Comedians who have their own podcast. Tom Segura has a podcast. Mark Barron has a podcast, mm-hmm. and so they hear uh, their favorite comedians instead of up in front of an audience. They're alone on a mic, maybe talking to someone else that they have on for the show. And just yeah, having I mean, a giggle just with happens, each other. Yeah, 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 good stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, I just there's something in the air. There's something that I feel like it's it's moving, and I, I don't have enough research to really back it up solidly. But yeah. I I do think that there's there's enough there's enough out there for you to, for it to be like yeah it could, but it could also it could also boom you know because like you were saying when it, SNL it came out surges, people were yeah. like yeah right oh a stand-up comedy is going to die and then it went through a huge surge in the 80s exactly right so it could be and either that died on, down again right so maybe we are maybe this is the downswing which would be awesome if t- like now is the downswing i think there's always trends for everything yeah totally totally like but you're wearing a hawaiian shirt yeah. 10 years from now that might not be a thing or it could be the biggest it could be the biggest thing i hope it's a big <laughs> thing <laughs> i just hope people imagine a tall chubby dutch boy i'm not chubby <laughs> like I'm really thin. I mean, it's really isolated just to, go to your gut region. So <laughs> There's like, I blew up a balloon and just stuck it in there. And you I just walk keg. around. People poke it and I get really upset because I don't want them to know it's a balloon. You're that okay? dad on the street that just yells at his kid with no shirt on. and It's just a gut hanging over the belt. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Man. like dads, a <laughs> uh, buddy I work with just had a, had a, a baby girl. Oh, he's going to have that dad strength. Yeah, the dad strength is, well, he already... Pff, Ben, if you're listening, you jacked, okay? Yo, Ben, you're super strong, man. Super strong. <sighs> Come on. Anyways, Come he was on like, the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. He will never listen to this. <laughs> I've told him about no. it. He's like, I don't sound. It's not. No. What is that? Don't eat the crab chowder. No. Hold the clam chowder. Hold like, the clam chowder. Shout out to He's Steph. like, what do you got? What, what is it about? I'm like, well, we we uh, we review shitty movies. He's like, I'm already uninterested. <laughs> I'm like, it's all right. You're not in our. A demographic. No. Whatever. Our demo's not our you, Ben. Demo. Yeah, right? But anyways. Listen, Ben, I don't want you on the podcast. It's fine. <laughs> now he's going to be pissed. You want to oh, track our demo. Swinging. Oh, he's right there. Run! Yeah. <laughs> no, but... Uh, he he's got like, dad strength. He's got dad strength, and he says he's got to go get the dad sandals now. Oh, the dad, dad sandals. sandals. We just right? saw dad sandals That's what today. It's, right? Yeah. yeah. And I like to call him a lizard photo shoot 
sandals. Yeah. <laughs> For the reason that I didn't that, understand it at first, and then he told yeah, me it. this is this is why it makes sense. Okay, because they're like. They're, you're strapped in enough that you can move on a dime. Like if you got to get somewhere, you can, but they're comfy enough that you can stand in a certain pose for a long amount of time. <laughs> the perfect combination for a photo shoot of wild lizards, okay? <laughs> Talking that close-up gecko shot in Florida, like you're going on vacation with your family. Yeah, and your like cousins. you're Steve Irwin. <laughs> yeah, straight up. And you just, it. you're like, you know, the short khaki pants or shorts, what, cargo shorts. Cargo shorts, You know, yeah. socks pulled up, black socks with them uh, Velcro. A plaid, short sleeve, button up. Oh, man. Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirt. You got to have that. But like okay. from Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your uh, bucket hat, but like the like Walmart, the classic bucket there. hat. Come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Eddie Walton. Yeah. Um, we all got to pick ourselves up some, some gecko uh, photography sandals. It'll make everyone's life a little better. <laughs> you know who did not have any sandals whatsoever? Yo, true. No shoes. No. So, wait, or is shirts. that true? Is that true? He didn't wear shoes or shirts, the whole thing, and he had one pair one of board shorts. One pair of board shorts, and sometimes he didn't even wear that. We okay. watched the prequel to True Detective. <laughs> time for Netflix in jail. It's time for Netflix. And Jill. I'm so scared of Why? drinking Sunny D's. Why? Why does I feel like the lid's going to come out right off. Anyways, <laughs> Netflix and Jill. We watch Surfer Dude. Surfer, comma, dude. Surfer, comma, dude? Yeah, it's Actually? like Surfer, dude. Oh, dude. are you serious? Dude. Yeah, Sur- that's amazing. I'm a surfer, dude. dude. Okay. Oh, the, the trailer, he says that at the very end of the one trailer, he's like, I'm a surfer, dude. When he, when he <laughs> has that like, like, yes. whole monologue that basically was the main plot from the entire movie. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So I'm actually going to ask you, uh, I, I made a key point of this. What do you think the budget was for this movie? Oh, man. Oh, yes, I'm so bad at this. I'm so bad at this. Oh, man. I, is it six or seven figures? Uh, it is seven. Oh. oh. I, I had to think of what exactly is what, but okay. yeah, seven. It's seven. Is that, is that two, three? Four and a half. Six million was the budget. What? Really? Which isn't that bad. It's actually a normal independent movie budget, I would really? say. Yeah. Oh. It's I just have no you'll, you'll concept get it, for these. You'll get the money. It's not like, because Matthew McConaughey is a producer, it's not like he funded the entire thing. You yeah. get it from um, producing companies. But what do you think, and this is actually kind of normal for movies that don't go to theaters. What do you think the uh, box office return was for this movie? The way you're laughing, I feel like it really underscores the budget. Okay, does it underscore or over? Uh, you be the judge. Way under, way under. Um, I'm seven say. or six figures. Just keep going. Are you serious? Just assume, just give me a guess. I want to know what you think. 500,000. And a bus token. That's, you're going with 500,000? And a bus token. Well, you got the five right. Okay. Five and, million? And a pack of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. $52,132. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, that's how much it made in box office. Are you serious? Yeah. That's amazing. That happens with movies that just go to like to like oh, Cannes yeah. festivals, like film festivals, and then don't go to theaters. But that's just so wild that that's it's what so it was. Low. I'm like, I'm like, I'm very surprised. I mean, nothing happened in the movie, so. Yeah, I'm the movie wasn't really that. about anything, was it? No, it was about him being a surfer. Did did? I thought he did really good though, Matthew. Yeah, Yeah. we were having this conversation at the beginning. I think Matthew McConaughey has enough charisma and enough charm to actually carry a surfing movie that is about anything surfing. Oh, he did. Oh, he totally. This is the thing. When it's like, I think we were thirty minutes in, 
and yeah. I was still enjoying it. But then Cam was like, nothing has happened. Yeah. Nothing like, has happened. Zero. And like, I was like still enjoying it. And yeah. at that point, you could realize the whole thing was going towards this reality television show. Malibu, California is now hosting the coolest reality show of the summer. The best surfers from around the globe will be living in this house and partying with these girls. Welcome back, Adman. We'll see you soon. But they tease at the beginning, and we're yeah. kind of subtly getting to. You assume it's going there, at least. And it never actually got to that show, because nope. while they were filming it, he wasn't ever actually on it. He was just in it every once in a while. He was just and he's like, I don't want to do this, dude. I'm, I'm just a surfer. It was so weird, though, how, ma- how much illegal stuff went on in the movie that was never realized, you know? Like totally changing someone's um uh words to reflect a different outlook is slander and they say that at the end of the movie yeah but the guy just ends up losing his job it was did they air it on tv or is it yeah they aired it on tv (laughs) right they aired like i wrote this down you can't broadcast an edited video as the person's personal opinion yeah because he got egged later or like a sandwich thrown at him i don't know breakfast burrito is that what it was uh, got the got two guys came up at the end were like oh i'm sorry bro and he just fist bumps them. He's like, don't <laughs> worry, man. It's cool. I didn't even notice that. I love it. This movie was the most Matthew McConaughey movie of all time. I the really most. appreciated that. And like, like he really did, did Dazed and Confused. <laughs> <laughs> this movie made me appreciate Matthew McConaughey more than I already had. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he realized what he actually was. Like you didn't realize the story. I don't know if you know this story. But once upon a time, Matthew McConaughey was actually arrested uh, for... Well, the, the police showed up for um, public disturbance, I guess, like just for being really loud yeah. at his home. And uh, he answered the door with the police officers there, <laughs> naked, playing the bongo drums. <laughs> right? You hear that story and you're just like, oh, yeah. Yes. That's the most right? McConaughey. I, I honestly, I liked this movie. I actually enjoyed this it's movie. It's one of my favorite I, ones that we've done. I'm going to say this. I loved this movie and it was about nothing. And loved I don't, it, eh? I actually loved it. I feel like adrenaline is so like fun. spearheading this, but I'm in. <laughs> like, I, I, I like that you're. <laughs> I'm gonna say this right it. now. Surfer dude, surfer comma dude is my favorite movie <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Book it. Book it right now. <laughs> gonna get a B tattoo on your arm <laughs> later. Casey just walked out. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, hey, Casey. I can't. We're here talking about my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> surfer. I comma. Did. Dude. Okay, so you can't make it your favorite movie of all <laughs> no, time. No, I have rules. Okay, <laughs> one of them is don't do that. Um, you can, however, enjoy this movie. You totally can. Okay? I think it's my favorite Netflix and Joe movie. You know what? Here. You know what is weird about this movie I think that's is fair. I think I went in with so many low expectations about this being an awful movie because it has oh, yeah. a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, which I didn't think you could do. Which I, I don't think you should ever judge your opinion off of Rotten Tomatoes because no. all it really is is a person saying, "Yeah, it's good." Yeah, it's bad, and then that getting put into a giant uh, yeah grouping of, yeah averaged okay. got a bank of averages. I think just really very few people watched it as well. Yeah, that's also that many that's ratings. also yeah. There were there is a couple things that I really liked about the movie, and that is every time Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey had a conversation, <laughs> it was I was in. It was just hilarious. Dude, when's the last time you had a wave? There's no telling, brah. I mean, these guys are not exactly committed to lawn care. Most of these machines are on the fritz. I got bills up to my crack, and, and Luann has pissed at me. And, and just this Ben and Barry situation, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose my mind. Let's blow through this, bro. Ten minutes, we're into some decent swell, Leo. 
dude. Let's take a moment and assess the situation. You have no assets, you have no savings, you rent your Malibu pad, and you're way too generous with your cash. When stuff's like manure, bro, you don't spread it around, it starts to stink Think up the place. But dude, we need fertilizer. We gotta like fertilize the money tree so it can keep growing. Jack up. Hey, Ed. Hey, man, you free? <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm free, thank you. I don't know what you did, but boom, they let me out. I'm gonna sign this contract, Jack. Dude, dude, don't sign anything. Don't sign. I would rather go back to jail, Ed. I beg you on my knee. I'm not on my knees because it's concrete, dude, but do not. Do not sign those contracts. Ed? Ed? Like well, it, you can see why they ended up making True Detective. Like I straight up, oh, I straight up yeah. believe that this Good this show. movie, cut into small bits, could be its own SNL skit, hundred percent. Like, Ooh, one totally. like running bit that they just go back right? to every so often. Yeah, totally. Like the Californians. Oh yeah. Oh, love that sketch. Like <laughs> it could no. It do you do you guys agree? Like yeah, I think, I think it's it serious. Like it's pretty solid. Um, and They're, they, had, they like, had a good joke in there. Do you remember that joke? Okay, which one? I can't remember the joke. Oh no! For oh. what part? Keep going. Okay, keep going. Don't <laughs> let don't let my brain deadness bother the, you. I liked that they just keep going. They, they did not draw a single line between surfer and stoner. No like zero. Ooh, surfers are stoners. I got kind of offended by that, and I'm neither. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what did it mean when he's like, dude, get stoked, or you're stoked? I don't dude, know. So stoked. the the uh, Danny's dad at the end, he's like, dude, you're stoked. I was like, "What?" Oh, I think he was just saying. Oh, when he realized that the the dad was the daughter, daughter, yeah, whatever the Danny, relationship between the yeah. two of them. Yeah, I think he was just saying, like, "Wow, you made a cool daughter. Good job." Okay, that's what I figured. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Thing. That's what it was. Hundred um, percent. Other things I really liked was their house doesn't have a floor. And it's just sand. It's just sand. <laughs> I had so many issues with. I saw that house. I was like, "Wow, that's a really cool house." And then I realized that the, the ground was just. Sand. They had no floor. <laughs> it's the dodgiest. Like, or is it just how from could all you the sleep? Yeah, Cam, just from Cam all the sand they brought in yeah. from surfing. Have you ever have you ever just <laughs> passed out on a couch after being at the beach and not showering? Sand is everywhere and it's everywhere awful. and you can't continue to sleep. Imagine that being your life. I don't want to. Right? No, no, no. See, I don't have a problem with this with this the sand home because here's my reason. When I was a kid, I hated sand. And like my mom is definitely going to listen to this, so I need <laughs> to do this for her cuz I don't want her to be like, "Hey Casey, you said you'd be cool with the sand house. You hate sand." Yeah, I do hate sand. But here's the thing. I only hate sand when like my feet are like I'm soaked, right? Okay, but if I'm in my house and there's sand everywhere, first of all, my feet are just sandy. That's just a thing now. So I, I'm totally used to it. Okay, you, you enjoy playing like beach volleyball and having Love not it. been in the water. Yeah, yeah, right. And even though I'm sweating and I dive and I get sand all over me, I don't care. I don't care then. What if when you get why. out of the shower, that sand stick into your feet and then you sit on the couch? It's all in the couch. Well, here's the reason why it's okay. That's my, my issue everywhere. is that it's in your couch. This, it's in your bed. This is why it's okay because he's. Because he's a surfer and all that jazz. If he's a surfer, then it's both. It's a futon, obviously. Okay. <laughs> he's a surfer, okay? So the feet thing, not a problem at all. The getting sand in your couches and stuff like that is avoidable. Reason being, if you cared about sand, which he totally doesn't, all you'd have to do is just make sure you have like a brush before you get in your bed. And you just sweep it off and then you jump in your bed and clean your sheets every once in a while. Done. Not a problem. And you get to live like on a Do you like, think he has a, a washer? Beach. No, he only has board shorts. He doesn't care. He doesn't wash anything. He's got one pair of board shorts that he got from Ben or 
whatever the other name is. He wears them until they just like decompose on his body. I thought he was naked going body. to Mexico <laughs> the, the entire time they were going right. to Mexico. Because his future girlfriend finds him at his house blowing into a... What's didgeridoo. It? didgeridoo. A didgeridoo, butt naked. Oh. And she's like, yeah, no, there ain't gonna be no waves or anything for a while. I love his what he's doing, the explanation. He's like... Quick. Don't just do something. Stand there. What? I'm waiting. But I'm trying not to even do that. What is that, like Zen or something? It's whatever waiting without waiting is. How about the fact that he <laughs> waited 29 days at that point, yeah. and they had said that the El Nino would last for another four or five days. And then he decides, you know what? I'm going to Mexico immediately because there's apparently waves down there right now, and I can't wait. All You've right, already waited. Right? Four weeks. I'm like, Wait another half a week. But it's been killing him. I'm like, yo, Cam, you, know what's, you know what's crazy? Dude. You know what's crazy? Waiting a day for waves. You know what's not crazy? Going to Mexico now. Immediately. For waves, right? There were so many things in this movie where it was like, I get it that you're a surfer, but like, dude, chill. Oh, or <laughs> you know? that he could sense waves coming. He's like, do you feel that? Waves how, are coming. How about the fact that... No, you can't. How about the fact that the general premise of the movie is that rich people can make waves go away? Oh, yeah! <laughs> as soon as the bad guy gets, like, screwed over, waves are back! Yeah, waves immediately. Back. Oh, it was great. That has nothing to do with El Nino. It has everything to do... The ocean with, is angry. Yeah. <laughs> and he says something about, like, him turning something back on, and I thought he was saying, turn the waves back on. <laughs> I thought he went up to Zarno and said, hey, can you turn the waves back on? I want to surf. <laughs> uh, really enjoyed the... For, um, so the show is totally illegal. We've established that. So when, uh, It would never be on MTV. No, right? When the cops, who are actually the people from the show... Totally illegal. ...have two cop oh. cars, cop outfits, fake guns, and they pull them over for marijuana, and it's all on tape, and then they just air it like it's cool? Yeah. What is this? Hilarious. Now, you can actually, you're saying this, I think you can actually have weed on a broadcast yeah. because yeah. you can just end up saying, oh, it wasn't real. And they'd be like, yeah. okay, you have, have no way of proving it was real. Yeah, you can do that, but you're dumb. Why? Like, come on, man. Anyway, <laughs> well, I don't know how Snoop Dogg gets away with it because he's got pot in like everything that he's I'm sure he has a medical license at this point at in the, his he life. He better. Darn. Anyways, regardless, um, before that. Did California end up legalizing yet? I think they have. Yeah. Oh, then he's, then sure. he's fine. He's fine. I'm pretty sure a couple of states did legalize it legalize it not illegalize it yeah but um the, the the thing that i really liked before the cop thing that happened the whole be cool where everyone's just like be cool be cool oh yeah be cool. you realize he wasn't actually an ass but his his, his whole tv personality yeah uh, it is uh, it, movie wasn't how about the fact that the cool guy wasn't actually cool at oh, all zero he was saying the dumbest stuff like oh, so the, dumb uh, second so dumb. surfer Who's yeah that? the uh, guy straight from Colombia. yeah 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 he was dumb yeah, he was a kind of an ass. Bit of an idiot. Stupid. I'm not sure if I can say this on the podcast. So, Yolanda, if you're listening, I apologize. <laughs> All right. There are so many titties in this oh, movie. The yeah. most. Just, and the thing is, it was like, we had this conversation while I was going. It was like, this is a TV show. Yeah. Like, why? They would have to blur it out. So, why, why right? are you, like, promoting the fact that there are titties everywhere? Right? Yeah. And, and he would, like, even... Um, there was a point he's like, what is this dialogue? Like, no, there's two girls making out on the oh, bed. Yeah. Like, go and tape that and put that on air. I, like, I we actually like, turned to each other and said, this can't be a successful show because no. this is more boring than Jersey Shore. Right? Yeah. yeah. And like, and you were like, ah, Jersey Shore was at least funny. Yeah. It was, right? It was like they were broadcasting all the time, too. 
Yeah. Because they were doing everything live, which was, you wouldn't do for a weekly show. Do you guys ever show. watch Ed TV? Oh, was it maybe like the Truman no. Show style what they did? Ed TV was kind of was a movie with Matthew McConaughey in like 1997. I'm not too sure on the exact date, but it's kind of like the Truman Show, except for he signs up for it, and it's okay. just like him. He's an average Joe. He's Ed, and it follows him around his daily life, and he realizes like halfway through that, oh, this is a terrible idea. Why would I ever want this? <laughs> but it's just really weird that another Matthew McConaughey movie has this idea of a... T- cameras following everyone around except for him except for i guess yeah maybe it's the exact opposite maybe that's why he <laughs> wanted to do it yeah i uh, thought matthew's um 1999 was at tv matthew's first girlfriend she was a bad dude i don't like her at all oh the one who's on the show and then ditched for uh the main dude on the show yeah but then after it's just like no i'm still yours baby like and then yeah. right after Stop. she was like nah yeah, like, I hate her. She, she left right after, too. So I think that's one of those things that makes you say, well, it's not like she's a bad person because she was just doing it for her job. Yeah. But she left immediately. Like, she, he didn't even say goodbye or anything. I feel like that's just mean if you're dating at that point. Yeah. I don't know. She, she was a jerk. She was a jerk. Um, we yeah. wanted Stacy and Matthew to be the, the couple. Oh, so the bad. Blonde chick? Yeah, we wanted, like... I couldn't figure out why they were pushing Danny so hard. I wanted Stacy yeah, so bad in every scene of the How movie. How much did yeah. you guys enjoy her fake Baywatch scene? Oh, hilarious! <laughs> it was I my it was favorite. Fantastic. Yeah. There's nothing we can do for him, Chip. The transplant didn't take. We're lifeguards, not lawyers. No, Stacy's probably one of my favorite characters in the movie. She was good. I love that. Like, <laughs> okay, favorite part of the movie. Um, he wakes up in Stacy's house, and Stacy's like. Wearing a bikini, cooking food. <laughs> and, like, I don't know what she was trying to do. I really don't. Because she was just trying to, like, get get him to eat because he's been passed out for, like, an entire day. Right? He gets up, and she's all like... Juice? And he's like... No. Thank you, though. Muffin? Uh, I'm fasting. And just walks <laughs> away. And it's just like... But she was fast. I think I, I think he realized that she was offering sex, basically. And he was like, well, no, I think I gave up sex. Yeah. I think that's what he did. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah one of those that things. and weed. Yeah. Which makes Stacey Until a worse character now. Because she knew that Danny and, like, she was pushing that even. She had well, such ulterior I, no- motives. I think it's one of those things, like, she was so obsessed with the surfers. Surfers, yeah. Especially Steve Addington. Steve which was Addington. Matthew, oh, yeah. Matthew she McConaughey's loved character. him. So I think that was just one of those things where you have the chance to be with uh, a person that you've idolized almost and kind of just uh, put in your mind that this this sexual icon yeah. of surfing, which is something you love. Yep. And so here's your chance. Oh, and Matthew, by the way, he was jacked in this movie. Oh, he was oh, ripped. Yeah. He, was he was shredded. shredded. Yeah. Like, like he was, was classic lean. Matthew McConaughey just doing sit-ups nonstop. Straight up. Yeah, I know. He was, he was looking good in this movie. He was doing solid. Really? Oh, I also loved how... Um, at one point, I don't know why it, I loved it so much, but he had like a cigarette in his ear. Or no, it was a joint. joint. And yeah. like, instead of just taking it out, he like moves it backwards with his hair to keep his hair flowed behind the ear. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is just like, you so, so much swagger in this surfer, dude. Like, oh. Uh, I so love funny. that they outwardly said that he had charm in the movie. I love yeah. when <laughs> people are like, you know what? You're charming. Go be charming. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was great. I, and because honestly, Matthew McConaughey's charm is what the movie was and what made it enjoyable. That's what yeah, it was. like it was Matthew McConaughey movie. There's yeah. a thing where like you get you have to say like, would you want tell people to watch this? I would actually tell people to watch this, but not expect a good movie. Just expect Matthew McConaughey being Matthew McConaughey. Oh, it's totally a movie you can just have while you're hanging out. Yeah, like it's not a movie that you have to watch legitimately, you but don't it have is to follow. It's the equivalent of background music for a movie. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, because it's like enough that you can watch it when things get awkward, but it's like also not 
too good that if you miss something, it's it's over. <laughs> I was just about to say because I just recently watched Die Hard like a couple days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say my favorite part was when the guy got out of the limo and punched the other guy. Then I realized, no, that's Die Hard. <laughs> One part that was awesome. Did you hear his laugh at the very start? No, it's I like didn't. Like ten minutes in, it was just real quick. But brother, I got no trouble shaking a surfer's hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, right? I didn't hear that. That's fantastic. That's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. <laughs> oh so man. Much. See, I thought you were talking about when he sees Willie uh, Nelson and he no. goes up and he's like, bah. No, uh, that's what I thought you were talking about. No. I thought you thought that was a laugh. No. Hey, oh, I, that's incredible. I also enjoyed the goats. Oh, yeah, the, the goats. weirdest subplot. I thought he was turning into Moses. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was like, is this going to get weird? I'm like, like, I thought he was going to turn into Moses and then split the water and create uh, waves. And well, that's how he was going to do it. That's the thing with this movie. You literally could expect anything because nothing was happening. Yeah, yeah. you're expecting... Right? You basically, like, when you go to, like, an EDM concert or whatever, and you're waiting for the beat to drop. Yeah. That's where you're like this entire movie. <laughs> yeah. You're waiting for the beat to just the drop. The bass never hits. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, you could say it does, <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't. Like, the guy no just point. gets fired. Yeah, the mm-hmm. guy gets fired. For doing illegal things that we were like, why is no one doing anything right? with this? Oh, and the other thing about the that whole like controversy of him like I don't I never really understood why he didn't just take the money and go on the show because all he would have to do on the show is just be what him. he usually does be which there. is just smoke pot all day and go surf yeah and then right? uh, get the stuff attached to him so he could be a surfer in a I game I think it was the game. virtual surfing thing like he could go That's, surf while he yeah. was there also so I don't think like, he liked the house which no. he was getting so overwhelmed about, and I didn't understand why. Like, the normal reaction was Woody Harrelson's reaction to the house. Like, wow, this is really cool. But instead, he was just like... Because he's such a surfer. Yeah, all he it. wants to do is surf and crash I mean, on his house couches. is sand. Was that his house or was that Woody? No, his house no. was the uh, It was just the like the tiny lifted. shack. Oh, and yeah. that was cool. He lives in a hut. Like, that was a sweet house, though. Uh... Which Both, one? Uh, sorry, oh. not Woody's. Woody's was like, Matthew yeah, McConaughey's sure. house where you had to like jump up onto the platform. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that was cool. a cool house. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. But it really did have nothing. Like he didn't have a ki- he didn't even have a kitchen. Yeah, but I kind of respect that. Yeah, right? Like that means I live here to, this is where I sleep and just meditate naked. And like, I'm that's sure what it was. <laughs> like he makes enough money to just go and buy food and then eat it right there, right? Right, yeah. Because like, he is a professional surfer. And he's fasting all the time. Which the movie also brought up a cool point about, um, a lot of sports that aren't like team sports, I guess. Like you're not in the sport of like dirt bikers and stuff. You're not really a professional dirt biker. You're an advertiser. Yeah, you right? are yeah. basically a human walking billboard. Yeah. For which, anything that is willing to give you money. Right. Exactly. And I get. And that when he said that, like Matthew had like a serious like whoa. Yeah. You know. I I didn't really it didn't hit me until after the movie or, where I realized like, oh, he wasn't paid to surf. He was paid to show off a brand, show yeah. off anything that people were right. willing to pay him for while he does something cool so like extreme yeah. sports dudes they're literally just like i'm going to be a really cool person you can then sell stuff through yeah like yeah. matthew mcconaughey did not have to surf he just had to be steve addington and have all the stuff yep. for the companies 100 percent. which is really a weird thing you don't realize I yeah, guess. yeah but it's super real so it way is. to go this movie's worth watching just for that how about the fact <laughs> that there was a a hopeful surfing montage in the middle of the movie Oh, man. Where he's dreaming about surfing and waiting for surf. Yeah, and then wakes up and it's like, oh, no, I'm just laying on the beach with my girlfriend. This is the worst. (laughs) He's so sad. This is an awful life. Also, the little montage that he has with that little uh, um, Indian kid. Americano. What you doing, three? 
Looking for waves, buddy. Waves are an ocean, not three. No, waves are not an ocean, buddy. So I'm in tree. Oh, Hilarious. Mexican. He's not. Mexican. In, he's Mexican. Oh, Mexican. But he played. I'm like the most. I couldn't figure out where I knew him from, so I looked up his IMDb, and he was in one episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. <laughs> and the character he played in that was called Ahmed. Okay, oh, so come geez. on, <laughs> give me a break. Yeah, so I think Hollywood was just a bit stereotypical with okay. like uh, typecasting. Is that Rega- regardless, hilarious. They're like building a fire, and the kids like. Hey, americano. We make big, crazy fire. We're building a fire. Yeah, it was this time so to okay. light it up. We talk about wasted dialogue sometimes, and that was just like, uh-huh. okay, cool. And also, like, they're, like, putting sand on each other's face and touching each other's faces. And you're like, I this would it. be so weird if it wasn't Steve Addington, who's super chill surfer guy. Yeah. You know, like, it was getting to a creepy level. <laughs> what if it was, like, a burrito? Right. Like, they just kept with the trend of breakfast burritos. Breakfast burritos. <laughs> oh. And, oh. When they're driving away and they have like that that moment of like pointing at each other. Oh, you screamed and hollered. I was so happy. Like <laughs> it was just like a moment where you realize they're best friends forever. Yeah. Like he and all surfers friend. are like that. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. But uh, the end. The after credit scene. The after credit scene. The most useless. Is this movie in the Marvel universe? But I love. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is Surfer Dude and Steve Jobs part of the Marvel universe? <laughs> I was so surprised it had one, too. What if every single movie we've watched so far is part of the Marvel Universe just because <sighs> we want them to? Once I saw the after credits, I got excited there might have been a sequel for a <sighs> minute. And I was like, <gasps> no. It doesn't do anything. Like, it, there's no it's, point in having that. It was like a deleted there. scene. That they're like, you know what? We're not going to sell this as a DVD. So here you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was such a weird. It, it was so unnecessary. Yeah. Ridiculously. And, I mean, we watched it and I didn't even, like. I laughed, but forced, you know? I was yeah. like, huh, what? You know? I didn't even laugh. I was No, confused. you didn't at all, yeah, because it didn't make sense. I was laughing in confusion, basically. Yeah. Because I didn't get it. Um, d- can I read a user review? I never get to. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Okay. So, this guy rated this movie 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? 8 right. out of 10, okay? And this is what he said. Okay, I'm so pumped. Oh, Cam always gets to do this. <laughs> now I'm doing it. It's so big great. day, Casey. Big like Cam, day. Cam, how empowered do you feel when you get to do this? Uh, pretty empowered, actually. It's a lot of fun. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm taking this from you. How do you feel about me right now? <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, uh, just keep going. Okay, here we go. Let's see how you do. This movie is about simplicity of life being threatened by too much greed. Our American life has decayed so far out of simplicity that there's now a whole generation that has no idea what a simple life is like. No wonder so many people don't get this movie. I surf and have for 20 years. <laughs> I know a lot more surfers who are like these guys than aren't. All these guys whining about this is not being real in regards to surfing need in regards to surfing need to lighten up a bit. Surfing used to be a lot of fun until it became a mainstream and overcrowded thing. That's why I usually paddle over to the next peak to get away from the crowds even if it's not as good. This movie is more about a guy who loves his lifestyle and having it threatened by extinction than anything else. Take, uh, take example from Tyler Durden and just let go. <laughs> let go of expectations and you might just find a gem right under your nose. 
Eight out of ten. I love nice. that review. I, I like it. This one on Amazon. Okay, fine. You get. Yeah. Where was your from, Casey? Mine was from uh, IMDb. Yeah. This one's from Amazon. It's three out of five because no one's given this movie five out of five. It's it's hey, too eight out of ten solid. Yeah, but I'm, over what I'm saying is just like this movie is too much of an independent movie for people to be like, oh, I'm gonna buy it on Amazon and then review <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this one's three out of five. Okay. Matthew McConaughey plays Malibu's Steve Addington, a man who defines surfer. With quotations, I guess, because it's not a real thing. The maker of a virtual reality video game wants Steve to become one of the avatars of the game, which can we say that's not a big deal? No, it's not. No. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's awesome. By getting wired up and riding a mock surfboard while wearing reality glasses. Steve doesn't want to do this. He wants real surfing. <laughs> and that was pretty much the film. Steve, <laughs> Steve speaks surfer ease, a dialect of the cannabis language group. His language <laughs> is understood by his manager, played by Woody Harrelson, and a farmer friend, Willie Nelson. I love it. The comedy was light, the drama fake with characters you never really know or care about. The film is about not selling out, but when you have no real values, what is there to sell out? <laughs> Parental guide, pot smoking, f bomb, hard body nudity. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the fantastic. thing about the movie. I like it was my one of my first notes. It was like I have no clue why Matt would not take the VR money. No, why not a hundred thousand dollars plus basically free advertising? And okay, when they met at the party and he's like, "Oh, here's two fifty thousand dollar checks for you," he was like, "Oh, sick man, thanks. I'm not gonna do this anything for <laughs> you though." Yeah, he thought he was just giving well, him money yeah. Yeah, because that's his life, right? right? That's what he had with um, Ben and Bucky or whatever. Ben and Barry. Ben, ben and Barry. Barry. Ben and, and Bucky. Which you, who, they didn't even know who they really were. No. Because <laughs> like, they made me to wear shorts and do stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. I, this this movie, I'm just I'm just seeing the box office numbers legitimately like right now. And I like $6 million estimated. Opening weekend, $6,000. Oh. <laughs> it's actually under that. It's 5971 <laughs> But that's fantastic. crazy. How right? many theaters? Do you know how many theaters? Um, no, I have no idea. But See, I, it could be just like two theaters. Well, it says gross, <laughs> gross. It grossed $36,000. What? That's what it's saying here. Gross thirty six thousand dollars USA. Wow. Oh USA, probably worldwide is fifty six. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Um. Um. um yeah. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Ridiculous. All right. What do you want to give this? Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with IMDb and give it a four. Out of five? Yeah. No. 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 Out of ten? No, no. Out of ten. Yeah. I I do things out of ten. Okay. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with four point five. Okay. I I enjoyed it. But it's not a good movie. No, it's not a good movie. It's a movie. Maybe a five. I'd say five. Yeah. I feel. Oh, IMDb gave it a four point seven. I'm giving it a four. But it's just like the guy said in his review that I read is that you kind of got to You totally have to let go of expectations and just enjoy it. That's why we enjoyed it. I think it's because we went in with no expectations and it was Seinfeld without the comedy with surfing because <laughs> it's about nothing. Yeah. It's not funny. But I mean, like Matthew McConaughey. So watch it for that. Apparently. Apparently there's a, sorry, I just have to, in the soundtracks, one of the soundtracks is written and performed by Xavier Rudd, and it's called F It. <laughs> Which I think kind of, like, that ties this movie up pretty yeah, well. Yeah. You know that's, what? That's Why the not? movie. Why It should have just been called that. Yeah, Matthew right? personified. But yeah. it's without a C. Okay. In the F It, so. All right. I, I got it. Anyways, yeah. Jill? I mean, uh, I feel like I should rate it on like Netflix scale. So like Netflix and Jill scale, it's very high because it's way better than anything we've watched, okay, like enjoyment yeah. wise. Yeah. So for that, I'm going to go like a six. 
Yeah, okay. I, f- I feel that. Like, so it was seen, fun, but it wasn't like... We've seen a good. lot of crap, and this movie is a lot better than Fan4Stick. Mm-hmm. Or... I think I enjoyed this movie just as much as I did Fan4Stick. Yeah, really? Something around that. I forget what I gave I was deliberately up. angry at Fan4Stick. Yeah, you were angry. But there were, this, this is the thing with this movie. It's, I never got angry, so that's a plus, but that shouldn't be a plus, really. You know, <laughs> That's the thing. I, I still got to hold movies like... Fan4Stick, I probably should have rated worse than I did. Yeah. This one, I think, is a solid four. Like, okay. I think if I hold this one as a four, all other movies, everything will make sense. But I could give it a five. That's the thing. It's really. Yeah, we might be a bit persuaded by the fact that we've seen a lot of crap and mm-hmm. also because we went in with the, no expectations. Yeah. yeah. We like went in with the right attitude. Scale. Like, if someone was like, oh, you like Matthew McConaughey? Yo, check out Surf, uh, Surfer Dude. It's really good. I wouldn't say it's really good. No. no, 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 no. I would just say, oh, you like Matthew McConaughey? Get ready for the most Matthew McConaughey <laughs> movie of all time. And if Ever. you did that, you'd be prepared and ready for the movie. But if someone came up and was like, oh, you love Matthew McConaughey? Check out Surfer Dude and just left it at that. You probably wouldn't go in and, and leave happy. You'd kind yeah. of just leave with like, that You'd was so... You'd be too excited. Now, I don't here's the thing when it comes to Matthew McConaughey is you have two separate scales of his career. Correct? Yeah. You have pre-Lincoln Lawyer and post-Lincoln Lawyer. Everything before that was just him doing crap so he could get money. Everything after that was when he realized, oh, I'm good. I want to be an actor. Didn't I should he, probably uh, take this seriously. Wasn't it after his kids were born? He's like, I want to make my kids proud or yeah, something. Yeah, probably. That's cool. I just remember he made Lincoln Lawyer and got all of his like yeah. famous friends to be in that movie. It's basically, awesome. he was Steve Addington. Now he's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he was in Fool's Gold. <laughs> hey, man. And now he's in Mud. dope, okay? Thin. I shouldn't say I've that. I've seen it. <laughs> All right, I think it's the end of the podcast. No gauge. Yeah, no gauge. Moses. He, he, I don't know when he's going to be on next, but um, when he does. <laughs> we just saw him. Like, he just left before we hit record. Yeah. <laughs> Justin like, Gordon-Levitt. I think it's very legitimate. Like, I'm allowed to say I don't know when he's going to be on next. Yeah, because <laughs> he always works. Yeah, his employer keeps doing things to him that I don't agree with. It's a sassy employer. Yeah. That we don't like. All right, you can su- subscribe. I'm going to say that one more time. Subscribe to us on iTunes. There we go. Follow us on SoundCloud. Reblog us. Share us. All that jazz. Do a nice review for us on iTunes. Yep. I'm going to uh, sip some Sunny D while I say goodbye. Oh. That's so <laughs> disgusting. That was abrasive on my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I was not prepared for that sound at all. Bye, guys. Oh, man. That spooked oh, me so hard. Casey's out. I hope I hurt everybody. <laughs> What's so special about surfing? Oh, what's so special about the wind? Surfing is to be with that mystery, to ride that mystery for as long as you can. And when it's over, that's cool, because you know what, you were there. (laughs) In line and on time. All right, I, I know we already said goodbye, but next week we're watching The Fog. Oh, yeah, we're watching The Fog. Hey, what are we watching next week? The Fog. Oh, my God, it's like we planned this. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it like that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs>